This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. It's betting the ponies on the Bet Rivers Network. Welcome to the greatest horse racing podcast being recorded at this moment in time. Betting the Ponies, Bet Rivers Network, Monzo, Malus is the Moose. What's up, Moose? What's up, Mons? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm looking forward to this week. A lot of Kentucky Derby prep races, which we've been talking about leading up into the Kentucky Derby, the, the Arkansas Derby, the Florida Derby this weekend. I'm excited. But the first thing we got to do is talk about some of our success last week. Some of the money we Kings made. Kings Barnes. You absolutely nailing. The uh, New Orleans Derby, Louisiana Derby, Louisiana Derby. Yes, I'm always, I, I never, you know, all these derbies are named after cities. New and Orleans states. handicap, Louisiana Derby, different. Yeah, but state. yes, at the fairgrounds, the long stretch of the fairgrounds, we had Kings Barnes, well bred. We talked about that last week. Spent eight hundred thousand yearling, and which was nice. Yeah, and the Dubai World Cup nailing that Japanese winner. You did. You that that was. I would never, and you picked them last week right here on this podcast. And listen, we're making you money. That's the whole point is having fun talking ponies. We're going to pick some names a little bit. Big weekend, Arkansas Derby, Florida Derby, but it's finding ways to pick winners. And and Brian, I think something you said on the podcast is is really correct. Is is amongst the things was that um, you know the Japanese trainers and what they're doing right now with in the thoroughbred industry is ahead of the game as compared to where we are here in North America or where we are in Europe, when you're looking at these big stage events uh, like the Saudi cup and uh, like the Dubai world cup and uh, what we might see um, in a couple of weeks or in about a month on the first Saturday in May at Churchill Downs. What I found interesting about the Dubai world cup, and I watched a lot of the coverage, a lot of the undercard going in. I'm not one of those people that knocks other people. That's not my thing. Nobody was talking about Ushba Tesoro. It was all about country grammar. It was all about the inside horse. And I'm like, this horse went from eight to one to 13 to one. Right now, the Japanese horses are running like machines. They gave this horse no love. And when they turned for home, good job by Larry Colmas seeing this horse on the outside. Absolutely soared by everybody. Uh, just great a remarkable performance. Well, look. Sometimes you get lucky. It's not like I've been following Ushpizura my you know the last year. I just there were some things I liked. Uh, I thought Country Grammar, a nice horse, would be overbet. He was, and there was an opportunity to cash. There always is in that race, so that was merely a lot of the direction I went and got lucky. So glad we gave it out. Hopefully, some of you guys had it, and we got a lot of races to get into today. We're gonna look at Oakland, uh, the Fantasy, and the Oakland, uh, and the Arkansas Derby rather. God, all these names. Um, and then a lot of good stakes races at Gulfstream. We're going to get into it right now, Moose. And the first race we're going to look at this week is at Oaklawn, and that is the Grade 3 Fantasy for Phillies. Three years up, big favorite in this race. Wet paint, very, very solid last out. Who do you like? Where would you land? Got a big price for us. Yeah, and I don't have a big price in, in this race. Uh, I like Royal Spa, the 8. 
uh, stretching out, second start off the layoff, four to one. Uh, Daughter of Violence, Brissett, uh, and uh, uh, Ricardo Santana riding uh, out at Oaklawn in race ten. I don't know. I I I think the the fact of this, it's the second start off the layoff, stretching out. I know. Listen, Wet Paint's going to be very very difficult to beat. Um, Daughter of Blame, uh, Godolphin owned uh cox and uh and flavion pratt so i go into that with that understanding eight to five on the morning line i'm gonna take a shot though with the number eight uh the well-bred uh royal spa yeah we're on the same horse here royal spa and the angle i liked was what paints game is coming off the pace typically you know last race out seven lengths behind six lengths behind made a tremendous move uh to split the foes late in the slop to get up there. Uh, and even the race before that, it wasn't a fast dirt. We're looking at some fast dirt this weekend. And I think Royal Spa is going to be a lot closer. I like Ricardo Santana running at Oakland. Uh, the trainer is, you know, firing out winners left and right. And I, I just think this is going to be a situation where Royal Spa is going to turn for home and put, he's going to put this horse in the lead and say, wet paint, come and get me. And we're just going to see who's better. And, and I'm going to take the, the higher odds at that point, four to one on Royal Spa seems like a good price i'm going to use wet paint underneath and i'm going to go back to a horse i picked a couple weeks ago uh grand love at eight to one who uh to me i i think this horse has to be closer to the lead and on the lead to run its best race i know if you look at the races this horse has run on the lead it's faded back but to me if you're a horse that likes to be on the lead that's your game they rated this horse last out it didn't work out so i'm going to use that price underneath try and get uh grand love in the trifecta so yeah Royal Spa, top pick, wet paint, grand love. Yeah, I'm just going to go with the duo, Royal Spa, wet paint. I think it comes out one way or the other. I think it comes out 8-6, eight, 6-8. Six, six, eight. I'm going to be boxing them exactly. That's why I'm going to go race 10 at Oakland. So one of the tough things about this podcast is choosing which race we're going to feature in the top of the stretch. And this was the runner-up. And this is the mile and eighth uh, Arkansas Derby run at Oakland. Uh, Kentucky Derby points on the line, Moose. Uh some people probably think this race is underwhelming. Uh, I really like a horse, and I have a best bet of the day in this race, Moose. Who do you have? I, let me guess. Number seven, Rocket Can. Rocket Can. Best bet. Love the same horse. Race. And you and yeah. I we, you and I did not talk before this podcast, no. but you and I are on the same horse. I think he's well, more. You are, you're, you're harder to get on the phone than, than pretty much anybody on this planet. That, so. Well, that no. It, it just depends on the time. My wife busts my chops all the time. I never return text messages. She no, calls me rude, complacent. Well, I call it rude. Uh, you know, she says, uh, how dare you? Who do you think you are? I, I get it all. It's a lot of my wife calls it tough love. So that's what she calls it. Donna here at home. Welcome to the Melusis compound. Anyway, um, I like the. I'm with you. We're on the same horse. Rocket can the seven. Uh, yeah, Alvarado. Because- I like the fact that he can win a lot of different ways. He's not just one way. I think he's going to benefit off his last race. Well, I, I think I'm going to kind of use the same angle I used in the fantasy. I think rocket can is going to be close to the lead and he's going to, you know, speed away at the top of the stretch. And some of these late closers, angel of empire, uh, reincarnate who's come off the pace from the past red route one. Uh, I, I think he's going to play come and get me. And, and just the way this horse is bred out of into mischief, the, the, some of the power numbers this horse has put up uh, are remarkable. And the, the speed figures improving. Uh, I, I think this is going to be a, this would be a single for me uh, last out. Who did he lose to? We lost to Forte. Who's going to be the favorite right now uh, in the Florida Derby, which we'll get to later on. And right now, maybe the favorite in the Kentucky Derby. So, 
Rocket can a single for me, Moose, in the Arkansas Derby. Yeah, and you know my affinity, if you don't know, and Monzo and I have been talking about ponies uh, for quite some time. But, I, you know, I love Bill Mott, Go Rider, Junior Alvarado. That's a positive so- sign for the seven. You mentioned horses you're going to use underneath. I'm going to use the four, two Eagles, uh, two Eagles River, 10 to one on the morning line, Son of Cloud Computing. I'm also going to use the number one Bourbon Bash, 15 to one. Was up at Saratoga last year with my dad, when Bourbon Bash broke his maiden, was seven to one breaking from the rail that day. Now that was a six furlong sprint. We're talking about a significantly different race Saturday at Oaklawn Park in the Arkansas Derby. However, I do think he'll benefit off of his last race, um, and I think his speed can hang in there for a little while longer. Uh, I would not be all that surprised if he finished in the exotic. So I'm going to use uh, Bourbon Bash Red Route Red Route One. The ten is going to be closing from the clouds, as we know. Uh, but I don't think is, I also think he benefited from the off track in his last race. So, um, but number seven on top, I'm going to go seven, four, one would be the top three for me in the Arkansas Derby. There's going to be a lot of family bets this Saturday for you and I, a lot no of money. Doubt. Royal spa rocket can. I can't wait to get to Gulfstream. Maybe we're on all the same horses. And, and the other thing about rocket can, we talk a lot about angles and handicapping. And, uh, I talk about how I like equipment changes when horses are running well, something else I like is looking at who horses have lost to. So if you look at Rocket Can, he lost to Forte. Ran well. Forte's a great horse. Uh, early in his career at Saratoga, Instant Coffee, favored in uh, the Louisiana Derby last week, lost to Instant Coffee. Lost to Disarm, who ran really well in the Arkansas, in the uh, Louisiana Derby. So the running lines for Rocket Canners, he's competed against really good horses, gets away from some of these horses here. He's going to be a single for me and maybe for Moose in the Arkansas Derby. Some other races we're going to get into right now before we get to picking horses by simply the name. Moose, you had some luck with that last week. Uh, picking horses. Bravo by screwed me. I should have won one. Jibber Jabber ran four wide, lost by a nose. I didn't bet him, but I would like to, you know, pick winners, whether it be handicapping or by name. And we just got, we got Bravoed. I mean, unfortunately. And whether we've it, talked about whether they're getting buried on the rail or taking them. And you should, he was closing like a locomotive on the far turn. I couldn't believe it. Like entering, you watch enough thoroughbred racing. When you get to the top of the stretch and a horse is flying on the outside, you feel pretty good. And unfortunately, it just went way too wide. So, un- hey, listen, do? I got three for you this week, though. And I got three for you as well. We're going to go to Gulfstream. A lot of stakes races. Uh, we'll put out picks on social media, but we're going to look at the graded stakes races, starting with race five, Gulfstream. The Pan American, a mile and a half on the turf moose. And initially looking at this race, my, my thought was, is Masterpiece a single? And then after looking through the race, I think Masterpiece is an awful morning line of seven to five. And if you can make, honestly, you can make every horse in this race five to one, in my opinion, and just pick who you think is the best. And while Masterpiece has very high speed figures, is running well, and is adding blinkers, things that I like. I'm leaning towards a horse, and I, I have a sneaking feeling we're on the same horse here. I really like the five therapists in this race. Oh, no, we're not. No? No, I know not. you love therapists. I was close, close with therapists, but no. Yeah, I mean, the angle I went with with therapists was since they – now he's eight years old. He's won a lot of races. He's had success at Gulfstream. He's won 33-plus percent of his races. Four bar was, changes. Right. Coming – the move to Florida has reinvigorated this horse and he's running races on the turf, on the tapita. 
and, and he's winning and running well consistently, gets Irad Ortiz, the A jockey on the turf in the country. And I think that he's just, you know, I just don't see anybody else at a shorter price that excites me. So I'm going to take a horse that I know that can, runs consistently well, has been working out well. Uh, the connections with Maker and Irad Ortiz are winning at a 56% clip. Eight to one. I'm going to take eight to one in therapist over seven to five in masterpiece any day of the week. So therapist top pick for me, eight to one in the Pan American. Yeah, I dug deep in this one. I agree with you about, you know, I, I agree with you about masterpiece. Um, I get it. You're going to look at the buyer speed figures, uh, but look at how those races are run. He gets Jose Ortiz, um, Safi Joseph, but I'm not Ben masterpiece. I went with I went with a twenty to one shot in this race. Rise the guy. I went with Rise the guy. Um, Ian Wilkes, Julian Le Peru, second race off a two year layoff. But if you go back in his form, at Keeneland ran in the mile and a half. Sycamore ran a ninety five buyer speed figure. Race before that at Saratoga in the Johns Call, which was a mile and five eighths, uh, ran a ninety eight buyer speed figure, lost by half a length. You go all the way back, mile and a quarter race, lost by a finish fourth, ran to 92, lost by four and a quarter, 94, 95. When he gets into the races, his son of distorted humor can run all day. Obviously, back in training, it's been two years since we've seen Rise the Guy run. Um, is a seven-year-old, I get it, um, son of distorted humor. Go rider for Ian Wilkes. He's had a lot of success over the course of his career with Julian Le Peru. You mentioned how balanced out this field is. I think there's just too much value on 20 to one on rise. The guy, the four, and that's where I landed. So taking what we both said into account, you like a 20 to one shot. I like an eight to one shot. Boxing. Both going against the favorite. That's an easy box. And you could box that for four bucks. Yeah. So, and the value on that pick, uh, if none of these horses scratch, you know, I think rise, the guy's odds based on the layoff will actually go up a little bit. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if Master Pete get, get, gets bet down, so therapist odds may go up a little bit. So yeah, I mean, uh, I would use. I mean, if you're going to key, I mean, I would key therapist and rise the guy and play a number of horses underneath, like Wicked Fast, Masterpiece, obviously rise the guy and and therapist. But yes, I would box those two. I think Monzo's pick is could be dead on correct. I mean, because number one Maker is an unbelievable turf trainer. When you look at North American races, he does really really well with older horses, which is something therapist is. Um, and he also, uh, Arad Ortiz has run a number of turf winners for him over the course of his career at all, all around this country, uh, especially in the Northeast at Saratoga of Keeneland, we've seen it and, and down at Gulfstream Park. So would not be all that surprised if therapist wins, but I'm going to take a little bit of a shot with the four rise, the guy. Yeah. I went with therapist wicked fast and rise the guy. So we're, we're in the ballpark. We're there. There we go. Love Family. It. Race seven, Gulfstream, a grade three event, moves the Ghost Sapper, four-year-olds and upward, a mile and a 16th on the turf, the return of Simplification, who ran in the Kentucky Derby last year in a number of stakes races, the Pegasus, uh, the Gulfstream Mile. And I got to tell you, uh, first captain's running in this race at nine to five. I'm not going to call it. I have my second best bet of the day, Moose, and it's an eight to one shot. And that is the six, Clapton, coming back mm. here from the Gulfstream. Uh, there's just a lot I like here. First off, this horse ran in the Florida Derby last year, did nothing. Yeah. And then they put him in some easier races, ran better. Doesn't seem to run well against Stakes Company. Comes back this year as a four-year-old. Looks like a different horse. Buyer speed figures are up. 
Uh, if you look at the last race out, he was sitting a little far back. That race favored us. That was a speed favoring track. He was pinched at the start, was a little wide, ran a, a deceptively well third, two back, bobbling at the start, finished behind Chargit, who's a great horse. So I think if you look at this race, he's going to be sitting close. There's not an overwhelming amount of speed in this race, if any. You know, everybody likes to sit back. I just think you're looking at an improving horse in a field where the field is okay at best. First captain, you know, it, it has run well. Nine to five to me is a little short. Hasn't run since October. Simplification does a lot of running, never wins. Uh, I'm looking for a price. Clapton to me, second best bet of the day, eight to one in the morning live in the Ghost Sapper race. Yeah, I like, um, and I considered Clapton. I did. I went with um, a horse that's going a significant drop down from his previous race where he had no business running in it, and that is in the Pegasus World Cup, and that's the four O'Connor for Joseph and Ortiz, three to one on the morning line, throw out the World Cup performance, uh, break after two previous races do fit uh, for O'Connor. Uh, that's where I landed in this race. I don't think it's a great group. Like, I would not be surprised if, you know, Simplification wins the race. Would not be all that surprised if Monzo's pick, Clapton wins the race. First captain I would use underneath. Um, I think you have to, the five. I would use Simplification um, as well. But I'm going to go with the four, O'Connor, for Joseph and Ortiz at three to one. Because I think when you look at his, I think this level fits more than the kind of the, uh, outreach to the Pegasus World Cup, where I don't think he had any business belonging. It was, uh, I think, 25 to 1 that day, uh, if memory serves me correct. Uh, and uh, I think this field on Saturday fits better, so I'm going with the four. So using the running lines angle that I talked about a few minutes ago, O'Connor beat Sole Volante, who was a good horse last year, lost to Skippy Longstocking, who you picked a few weeks ago, and then lost to Art Collector, who, you know, despite what happened last week, solid horse. So this horse has competed against great horses and he comes to a field, which probably is a little easier. Yeah. A little bit easier. And that's why I went with them. Not great odds. Three to one. I think you might get all of that three to one because I think there'll be some love for simplification um, being ridden by a uh, Joel Rosario who always takes money uh, at the windows. And I think there'll be some love for first captain as well. The eighth race at Gulfstream, a great three event, the orchid on the, on the turf, a mile and a half moose for Phillies and mares four years and up moose. And, I, I really wanted to be very creative in this race. I, I just didn't see it. I singled Amazing Grace here. Yeah. Five in the morning line, Clement Rosario. Uh, this horse to me is sometimes you just have to look at who's the best horse in the field. And I think this horse is going to go to the lead. I don't see any other horses that really need the lead. And I think this horse is just going to go to the lead, put everybody asleep, and goodnight delights, as Mike Francesa would say and a relatively easy win in the great the orchid i know it's not exciting five to two we like picking uh you know prices but to me it just it was that horse amazing grace and everybody else and yeah i i i think and we've talked about before bry when we look at i love european horses coming to north america i really uh, do and this is a german bred ran over in germany you run look at the time form ratings 112 110 113 106 running in group threes, group twos, and group ones um, over in Germany and over in Cologne. So I, I, I think, I think this race, basically when I, when I handicap this race, I think, I think the really the, the race goes through the Clement horses, the two of them. I think it goes through the five amazing grace. I also think it goes through the number eight atomic blonde who's sitting there at, at seven to two on the morning line. I would use uh, the six um, as well. Personal best 
uh, for Claude McGahee and Arad Ortiz. That's a, usually a, a pretty good winning combination when Arad hops on for, for Shug. Uh, so, but I really am with you. You and I are, are, are sharing a brain on this one. Uh, one for two with the distance. Time form rating of 112. Um, has run against, you can make the argument better over in Europe. Uh, Rosario, um, Rosario, the go rider for Clement. Um, to me, I, I, I think it's, it's amazing grace. Who calls Shug Claude? I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. Uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. That's I, a this good point. Be- I know. Well, right when I said, I was like, you're such an idiot. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, this, this would be a single for me, Moose. Uh, I, I think, and I, I feared a lot of this Gulfstream Park uh, card would be chalky. I, uh, we did find some prices, and I will find a price in the Derby itself, the Florida Derby. Uh, but unfortunately, moving on to the Gulfstream Oaks, uh, Gulfstream Park Oaks, I should say, the uh, grade two event for Phillies, three years old. I landed on the chalk again. I, I just looked at the five miracle, and looking up and down this field, uh, I just don't see anybody that can compete with this horse. I think that uh, she's just she's going to go to the lead. She has I ride her tees on her out of Pletcher. Pletcher has his horses going right now. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> Forte between Kings Barnes Forte, uh, he has a really good three year old filly miracle. Uh, I could see this horse going to the lead and never looking back. Yeah, I I I went away. I'm not I'm not denying. I think you got to use the uh, the five miracle underneath. Um... You got to use the six as well, and they're both five to two and seven to two. I landed on a six to one shot. I went on. I went with the two, Infinite Diamond, uh, out of B Jersey. Patrick B and Cone, Rosario hops on board for Patrick B and Cone. Throw out the Alcibiades at Keeneland on October the seventh, which was an unmitigated disaster and broke, ridden by Flor Florent Giroux that day. Outside of that. You look at there's there's a lot of things to like. Now I'll look at the buyer regression on his on her return March the fourth at Gulfstream in the Devona Dale where she was three to one, and that race was won by Dorth Vader uh, at sixty nine. Say okay, well maybe she needed a little bit of a race. Now don't love the fact that Jose Ortiz hops off and it's a Rosario, but a nice oh, a nice rider obviously to hop on board when you're looking at jockeys, especially big race jockeys. But that's where I landed. Uh, second star off the layoff, being Cohen Rosario. I'm going with the two. Going to take a shot six to one with Infinite Diamond. So I'm going to use the five Miracle on top. The the only horse that I I kind of not that I give this horse a, a big chance to win, but a, a nice price underneath is the one Flakes. I like horses that go from sprint to sprinting to round it, routing. I like a rider uh, Edward Zayas who's familiar with the track. Uh, I just like the price there. The horses run well. Uh, just about every race, minus the stakes race uh, that she was in back in February. But Flakes, 15 to 1, will be my second choice. Yeah, you got to use the six as well, atomically. Jose Ortiz, Todd Pletcher, fits class wise when you look at it. Might be for the forgotten Pletcher if all the focus turns to the five miracle. But um, I'm going to go with the two, with the two Pletchers, the five and the six miracle, and atomically. You found the forgotten Pletcher last week in Kings Barnes. So I did. It- Maybe you got an angle here. Maybe Bruce. I do. Well, it's I, I mean, Pletcher's a guy that's just everything is firing. When it's your, your year, when it's your year, it's your year. It sure is. Coming up next, betting the ponies. We're going to give you some of the best names for us on the weekend. Tell you how you can bet them. Tell you what tracks they're running and the odds they are. And we didn't look at the race. I know I didn't. I just looked at the names. And we're going to give you those next. Betting the ponies. Bet Rivers Network. 
You're listening to Betting the Ponies on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, guys, time for a fan favorite segment here on Betting the Ponies on the Bet Rivers Network. Monzo Malusis with you. A couple horses we picked just by the names. We didn't look at the past performances. I know I didn't. Uh, we looked at the track. We looked at the race number. We looked at the field, and we found the best names. Uh, Moose, I got three for you. I'm going to start in Golden Gate Fields. One of the I know one of your favorite tracks. Yeah. Uh, Golden Gate Fields, uh, you know me, you know my family, you know we love Disney. I know you, our family, loves Disney. Yeah. Uh, Racer Rex, Rex the dinosaur in Toy Story, as you all know. Racer Rex, race for Golden Gate Fields, nine to two on the morning line. I'm just betting that horse by the name. All right, I'm staying. Let's my. I'll stay at Golden Gate. Race seven, mile and a sixteenth on the all weather. The number six, agree to disagree, uh, two to one on the morning line. Out of uh, Monzo's favorite sire of all time, Run Happy. Run, run, run Happy. I think Run Happy is sponsoring uh, the, the Super Bowl this year. I mean, geez, that horse is just all over the place. But what are the odds? I mean, we've picked a lot of the same horses. Now we're picking, I only bet the names at Golden Gate Fields together. That's true. That? I got one from Laurel and a couple from Santa Anita. No, I got Tampa Bay coming up next. Tampa Bay Downs Race 7. A little dedication to a, a former friend, well, current friend and former colleague of both ours, Joe Bodingo. Joe's had enough. That's oh, ends up Joe, right? That is. Joe's had enough nine to five on the morning line. So a little chalky, uh, but Joe's had enough nine to five on the morning line race seven at Tampa. All right. To Laurel, we go race four. Uh, this is uh race four. Number three, no time like the present. Barbosa Farrier, your combination jockey trainer. No time like the present number three race four Laurel Saturday. No, and I think of the economy and everything. Yeah, no time like the present with us. <laughs> yes, that's exactly. Right. Uh, race three at Aqueduct Saturday, uh, Moose. Opening day this week. Baseball's back. The spring's right around the corner. Race three, seven to two on the morning line. I may be a Met fan, but Bronx Bomber. Oh, seven to on the morning line. Love that Bronx Bomber. Yeah, I wonder how much Volpe has on him. Out to Santa Anita, race one. We're just betting the names. Number three, because I am the king of procrastination. Five oh. to two on the morning line, six furlongs on the turf. There can't be a better horse name. I was drawn right to it. Uh, need I say more? Procrastination, talking, number three, race one. Early. I can't imagine how much he gets in here for, for procrastinating. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> If you don't know some stuff about Moose, a couple of weeks ago, he told me to look up something in the yellow pages. Yes, I did. Yes. And he also has an AOL email address, I though. I do have an AOL. Well, I mean, get you with got us. mail. <laughs> and I don't even think he has that email address on his phone. I think he's got to check the computer. No, I do it. have to check the computer. I do. You're right. I, I'm, 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 very much, I'm very much behind the times. I really am. I'm trying to catch up. I'm trying to you catch are. up. I am well, yeah. slowly but surely. It's a grind. That is, uh, I only bet the names. So I got gold. Well, I got one more for you. Oh, you do race okay, four at Santa Anita. Text the legend. When I text Monzo, text the legend eight to five on the morning line, one mile on the turf. Baffert Hernandez, your trainer jockey combination. I think the only time I don't get back to you is if the Rangers are on because I put my phone in do not disturb mode. Yeah, you're ba- anything. Everything stops. Tough everything loss against stopped. the Devils. That was. But I, I thought they played okay. They I, played you know, all right. I think if you, as a Ranger, I think if you're a Devils fan coming out of that game, you're a little nervous because 
the Devils had their A game. They had all their players. The Rangers still sans Ryan Lindgren just grinded away and didn't play. You know, I, to me, I'm a Ranger fan feeling good coming out of that game. I'm a Devil fan. I'm a little nervous. Just my opinion. I'm sure people are locked in for the, the Rangers Devils analysis right here. Uh, the Devil speed's going to be tough. It's going to be a great series. If they end up meeting up in the first round, it's going to be a great series. I think the playoff experience for the Rangers is going to be a big factor. Could what be they right. did last year, the players they brought in, Tarasenko, who's been great. I know you love him. And Jack Patrick Hughes. Payne. So yes. good. Yeah. Touting the Devils. Unbelievable. I'm joking around. I love, you know, I love the Rangers. I understand. I'd like to have seen them win the game last night. They didn't. They need to get, they also, and uh, we're talking horses, so we'll get back to it. But they also, they need to get Lindgren back. They, well, I think he, I, you know, you know, you know, Ryan Lindgren as well as I do. As, as far as Very being tough. a hockey player, if if it were the playoffs now, he'd be playing. Yes. Like, All right. So here are the names I like: Santa Anita Race One. I'm sorry, I got Monzo off track. He's about to rip through a Ranger rant for the next ten to twelve minutes. I like Race One, number three, procrastination. Race Four at Santa Anita Saturday when we're betting the names. Text the legend Laurel Race Four, number three, no time like present, and Golden Gate Race Seven, number six, agree to disagree. Golden Gate Race 4, Racer Rex, dedication to Rex from Toy Story, 9 to 2 on the morning line. Tampa Bay Race 7, oh, the pain. Joe's had enough at 9 to 5. Aqueduct Race 3, opening day was this week. Bronx Bomber, 7 to 2. I only bet the names, betting the ponies, Bet Rivers Network. You're listening to Betting the Ponies on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, guys, top for the time for top of the stretch. Best race this week. The one race, if you're going to bet one race all week, it's this race. And Moose, we got more Kentucky Derby points on the line. One of the feature races going into the Kentucky Derby every year is the Florida Derby down at Gulfstream. A mile and an eighth on the dirt, Moose. Uh, This is one of the key races going into the Derby every year. A lot of good runners always dreaming won this race who won the Kentucky Derby. So uh, it's a big prep race. You're going to have quite possibly the Kentucky Derby favorite Forte coming in this race after the Fountain of Youth win. Uh, did you find a way? Now, where you do have a, a pretty substantial field of 12, did you find a way to go against Forte here? Yeah, I mean, the argument against is that he's breaking for post 11. Short run into the first turn. I mean, if 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 you didn't look at the post position, just look at the horse, I mean, it's going to be very difficult to beat. There's nothing not to like. And, and you were bullish on Forte a year ago, Mons. I, I give you credit. You're kind of ahead of the curve before everybody ca- caught up and Liked him going up to the Breeders' Cup Juvenile and stuff like that. So you look at Forte on Saturday in the Derby at Gulfstream Park. You know, he's four to five. What are we going to do if, I mean, we're doing a podcast here. You know, I'm not going to hand out four to five shots. And I'm going to make an argument that he gets beat. Maybe he's not, you know, fully cranked and ready to go. Um, You know, obviously they want to make sure that he's ready to fire his his best shot on Derby Day and try and win at Churchill Downs. I'm going to go with a 10, uh, Fort Bragg. Uh, son of Tappet, five to one. We've talked about Tappet's success uh, and and sons and daughters in in uh, at uh, Belmont Park and and uh, the Belmont Stakes at a mile and a half. West Coast, East Coast, uh, Rosario for Tim Yachtin, ninety one buyer speed figure. I think obviously he's got to take a massive step forward here. Um, it might be a little bit of uh, of an aspirational pick for me but I'm going to go with the 10 Fort Bragg. Yeah, I I, I really like, a, uh, I wouldn't call it a super long shot, but 
I really like Mage at four to one, and I would like Mage if Forte wasn't breaking from the outside. Uh, I, I just think good magic, case, yeah, late developer, yeah, right? Had a good magic gets an A rider, Luis Saez, who does his best running on the lead. And I think this horse wants to lead. And I think the speed in this race, if you look at the other horses that have run on the lead, uh, Mr. Peaks, uh, Cyclone Mischief, who was a pretty good horse, uh, not as fast as Mage out of the gate. Uh, if you look at his debut, just a dominant winner at Gulfstream at seven furlongs, comes back, hits the gate in the Fountain of Youth, and has to rate and, and not run particularly well, but ran okay still at 5-1, to one, a little over 5-1, to one, losing to Forte, losing to Rocket Can, who I think is going to win the Arkansas Derby, and losing to Cyclone Mischief, who's in this race, who had a much better trip. Now, you go to Luis Saez, you have a really solid post in four. He breaks well, he's going to get that lead, and, and I think that's where this horse and the rider do their best working, do their best running. Out of good magic, who's out of curling, uh, a lot to like there. They paid almost $300,000 for this horse. He's run at this track. A lot to like, and especially the price at 10 to 1. And if you're going to get an opportunity with Forte all the way on the outside having to do some early work, I think if you go to the lead and you play, again, I said this a bunch of times in this podcast, catch me if you can. Uh, I think the combination of the horse itself and the rider at 10 to 1, a very live shot. Yeah, I could see it. I use Mage underneath. I mean, I, I think. The goal here is I'd find it very difficult to see Forte didn't finish either first or second. Would you agree? Unless he gets unless he gets absolutely obliterated going into the first turn or is massive trouble coming into the stretch. No? Well, he, here's the thing with this race, and I don't know if this is like blasphemous to say, but Forte doesn't need to win this race. Right. Just you know, he doesn't need to win this race to get to the Kentucky Derby. Now, you like to think that they're gonna have him cranked and ready to go. Look great in the that, paddock the other day when he's schooling. So what's the game plan going in? Is the game plan just to get him in the race, get in the top three, get points, and let's we'll, we'll run to the Kentucky Derby? Or is it win at all costs? I don't know. Uh, if it's to win at all costs, he's winning the race. Okay. Well, you know, he still has to overcome the speed in Mage and some of the other horses, and he still has to overcome the post. You're so right. I, I'm just – so for those reasons is why I'm against him. Now, is it – you know, is he going to finish the top three? It would be stunning if he doesn't. You know what I'm right. saying? So, yeah, I, I think you have to put him in your exactties and your triples. But I think if there's an opportunity to beat him, it's much more in this race than it was in the Fountain Youth. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, I, I think you got to use him in any of your exotics. You know, you're playing any verticals, pick threes, pick fours, pick five, whatever it might be. I mean, you can't throw Forte out at four to five. You just can't. Um, it'd be silly. It'd be stupid. Obviously, you'd love him not to win the race if you're betting against him. But. Uh, make sure you protect yourself there. Yeah, I went with Fort Bragg on top. A couple others I'll be using underneath. Um, you know, I'm not going to be using the Remsen winner, the 12 WHNL, who's six to one on the morning line. I'd use Cyclone Mischief at eight to one, the number nine horse. Um, I'd use uh, Monzo's horse, the four Mage at ten to one on the morning line. I'll give you another one that I think can can win if you go back and and watch his last race at Oaklawn Park which was impressive. Reyes riding here for Safi Joseph, uh, a son of Dixie Chatter out of Dixie Union. Uh, the nautical star, nautical star, the six, 30 to one on the morning line. Um, visually, I, I, don't, I don't think he can win the race. I think he's pretty talented. I like the way that he, re- he rode or the way he looked visually in his last race at Oklahoma Park. 
It's a massive jump up when you're going from winning a, a maiden special weight race, even worth $90,000 to now go into the Florida Derby. There is a reason for it. They like him a lot. I'll take a shot and take a, a stab as well. Use Nautical Star, the 6, 30 to 1 on the morning line. So whether you're like Forte or whether you're like Mage, you want to throw a 30 to 1 shot in, Moose just gave it to you. That's it. Hopefully he runs well. I mean, it, and if Forte wins and Nautical Star ends up running in second, you're going to be able to make a little bit of money on that exacta. And that's what we want to do for you here on Betting the Ponies. Moose, great stuff, great analysis. We'll be back with you next week. More Kentucky Derby preps. We're getting closer by the week. I can't believe we've done four episodes already. We're all we're inching closer and closer to Derby Day. It'll be Derby that's Day. It. By the oh, way, you know. like, subscribe, give us a little bit of love. We love talking ponies. We appreciate everyone that listens to Monzo and I each and every week. And uh, Monzo was hot as a firecracker first couple of weeks. Uh, we gave you multiple winners a week ago, and hopefully we have a good day on Saturday as well. Good luck, everyone. Thanks for listening. And the good news to you is if you're hot this week, we have a lot of the same horses, so we'll both make some money. That's it. And when you make that money, you go to Bet Rivers, you play the casino games, you do all that jazz over at Bet Rivers. Monzo Malusis, Betting the Ponies. We'll see you next week right here on the Bet Rivers Network. Thanks for listening to Betting the Ponies on the Bet Rivers Network.